Welcome back, folks. Today, we've got another real estate investor power couple zooming in from Whitby, Ontario. We've got Sarath and Saranya Kumar, who are relatively new real estate investors, but they're really starting to pick up steam, doing a variety of different things, including house hacking, burrs, even starting to get into the whole Airbnb arbitrage type thing. So, Sarath and Saranya, welcome to the call. Thank Thanks. you very much, Dave, for, for having us. us. My pleasure. All right, you guys. So tell me a little bit, very, very briefly, about your real estate investing journey so far. And the first thing I always like to ask is what sparked your curiosity, your interest, your desire to become real estate investors? Sure, sure. Um yeah, so first, as an immigrant, yeah, we just landed into this uh, beautiful country back in 2013. Uh, so we came in as a student. So, so ten, we were, 10 years in at this point. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. yeah nice. thank you. Thank you. So we actually landed in Halifax. Um, so we both joined the same uh, master's degree. So we did our master's. We got the work permit. We got the PR. We got married. So all this time, we had no clue about real estate. We just know... Canada is good for real estate. Market is picking up here and there, but uh, well, we I mean, when you're doing all that, you're pretty busy otherwise, right? To mm -hmm. get your master's degrees, get married, start. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but even back then, we uh, we were like moving between different cities, and uh, we were house hacking along the way. And as a student, we shared with multiple people, so we kind of got an idea like how much would a landlord make, how much rent uh, we are you know giving. And as we progress, we saw how much the rent rental right since we started and how it was increasing. Then we kind of know like what's happening here and there. Then uh, from Halifax, we moved to Toronto, and then we got married here. So only after moving here, we figured out like what Ontario is and what Toronto is and what is the rental market there. And slowly we started to, okay, let's try to get a house. So we found a cheapest place where we can rent and then try to say like whatever the difference between a good place and a bad place where you would rent. So we try to save that as much as possible for down payment. And we, was, we started looking at the houses. Okay, so, so let, let me understand that first because that's an interesting thought mm -hmm. process if i understood you correctly so you guys were both making money because you're both professionals at this time yeah. mm -hmm. but instead of doing what everybody else does which is rent the nicest most expensive place that you can afford mm -hmm. you decided to rent the cheapest place you could find mm -hmm. and save, save the difference to put towards a down payment so you pretended as if you're renting a, a nice place Mm -hmm. And let's say it was whatever, $500 a month difference in rent. You mm -hmm. just saved that money. Just put that away as if you were paying that towards rent. How long yeah. did you do that for? Um, so actually she was in Halifax for quite some time. I moved to Ontario probably a year or two years before she came here. So even back then I was just like room hacking, uh, probably I just pay 600. Four years. Yeah, maybe. like around three, four years. I was just like alone here and then would get just the room of the whole house. So probably four, I think I started around 500 and 600. Then she moved here. Um, yeah, so there was a dilemma, like whether we should go, you know, go get a nice condo, like a, like a big or uh, nicer one. But then we came to a conclusion that, okay, let's, Let's come to a house, which is we know for sure we don't like it. 
so we we know that for sure we will hate that place but still anyways we are going to get into it but uh, that would be a motivation for us to get out to from get it. out from it yeah got so it so right. we moved in together in a basement in a scarborough and what, yes. what year was that would that have been around 2019 2019 that's when we moved out from the basement from that was the last rental that we ever yeah. lived. okay so from 2013 to 2019 uh we moved like like across nine different places yeah each. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 okay good so you saved up some money what yeah. was the first place you bought so we we were in scarborough so we started in scarborough and we had a budget in mind but for our budget uh, at that point in time, we couldn't find it. Then we moved to um, Pickering. Then we couldn't find it. We moved to Ajax. Only then I know there is a place called Whitby. <laughs> and then uh, okay, so it. basically you're you're <laughs> you're getting priced out of all of the places that you wanted to go. You had to go a little further and further away, correct? Yeah, yeah, Got exactly. It. So yeah, we found a nice realtor. Um, so he just like sends email listing for like uh, two weeks. Then we found out a nice place. We filtered. Then we uh, we came to a nice uh, detached house in a corner lot in Whitby, mm-hmm. and we liked it very much. Um, just in the first wish- visit, uh, we liked it, and then we thought we might put an offer, but uh, then we we. Uh, Came in at a long weekend. Then yeah, we submitted an offer. There was a lot of back and forth, and then we we landed our first house. Good. All right. So you got, and that was what twenty nineteen? Did you say twenty nineteen? Okay. So right before the pandemic, before the prices went absolutely crazy. So you got in Mm -hmm. at a a decent time, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then did you start house hacking that place right away, or what did you do? Yeah, so this was a four-bedroom house with uh, like a granny suite, and it was too big for two of us. So we had few friends, like like some friends who did just come here for a few months, and then yeah, they stayed for stayed in the room, and then they would move out. So yeah, we kind of house act here and there. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit, and many people had to find the accommodation in the local. Like they couldn't travel internationally, so there are family members and friends who lived us, and they also paid paid the rent. But uh, now, now once after the lockdown was lifted up, they, they they just went. But that helped us to save some amount too. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And then, did you put in a legal basement suite in that property, or what did you do? No. So we the, at that point in time, we were just renting out the rooms on the top. Um, only then later on, we did um, probably around twenty twenty two last year. You put in a, a legal yeah, legal, basis. legal yeah. Speaking, yeah. yeah yeah good but, all right but, and right. is that the only investment property you guys have or or do you have no so else? yeah right around the pandemic time like you know what all the craziness happened um only then i the real estate bug bit us so we started listening to podcasts and then slowly like there were a lot of talks about real estate how the prices went crazy so that's when i spent a lot of time in podcast and education and youtube so then okay, i thought okay this is this is something serious um but back that time yeah i had like no contacts uh, no one so uh, first i i went to a few real estate meetups then i kind of figured out how the meetup works how to meet people how to network and i wanted to invest in something but since i don't have experience or i had like a little money then i thought i'll do a heloc on my house then i had the money ready but i wanted to go into a market which is kind of uh, low barrier to entry so yeah. then we picked uh Sault Ste. Marie then okay. we purchased the first property there so give everybody who's not familiar with Toronto and the GTA an idea of how far away Sault Ste. Marie is and the size of the city 
So Sault Ste. Marie is like probably seven hours okay. from for someone who was drive from uh, from probably Toronto. Yeah. So it's on the north uh, northwest. So so Sudbury is four hours, and from Sudbury you go to Sault Ste. Marie for like around three three and a half hours. What's about the population of the city these days? I can't remember. It, it was around ninety to hundred thousand. Okay, very good. So, what kind of property did you buy there? So we bought a single family house and uh, yeah, it was, it was almost like a pretty uh, rundown house, but we, since I wanted to a low, bar low barrier entry and uh, I was like in the mindset, if even something goes wrong, it's fine. Like the, the deposit or whatever it was really low. So that's the mindset I had because I want to try something and then learn from there. So what did you guys do with that property? You bought so, a rundown yeah, we, property seven hours away. Yeah. What did you do with it? So, it was a sight unseen offer and luckily the offer got accepted and only after then we went and we saw the property um, and so it was a seven hour drive so it was it was pretty in rough shape then we found some local property managers and uh, we, we kind of renovated it to a bit and then we did a refinance on that we did the lipstick renovation the basic oh, lipstick renovation all right so not a full burr but you made it prettier you made it more attractive Mm -hmm. yeah but but then the plumbing the electricity up to the code because the building was very old uh Ooh, okay. that we have to bring to the standard plus on top we did the lipstick renovations yeah. all right very good so more or less yeah it is it's kind of now yeah, you've got more than lipstick yeah now. more than lipstick more than maybe. lipstick yeah <laughs> So if you got that turned around, that's rented out as a single family home or, or are you yes. going to put a single? Yeah, it is still a renter as a single family home. And mm -hmm. so while we had that going on, we found another deal there as well. And so that's also another single family home, but it had like uh, two rooms in the basement, like a granny suite. So we couldn't legalize it because of the costing doesn't make sense for the legalizing versus the rent we get there. But uh, we did that. I think that was more of a lipstick renovation. Mm -hmm. Um so on the first property, we kind of got our down payment and most of the, the the budget for construction we got. And on the second property, we got uh, most of the down payment, but uh, we still have some money left in the second property. So not quite perfect burrs, but pretty close. Yeah, okay. pretty close. One was yeah. one was yeah one one was almost a burr, and another one was pretty close. Nice. All right. So moving ahead. Now that you guys have this burr experience, are you going to be doing more of that, or are you going to start um, doing different kinds? Yeah. Of real so while we were doing that in probably twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, we the tenants stopped paying rent. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. no good. Everywhere yeah. or just one of the properties? Just one, just property. one of the properties. The one Thank property goodness. where we had a higher rent. Uh, so she, she stopped paying rent for almost six, seven months. Well, in Sault Ste. Marie? Sault Ste. Marie, yeah. So yeah, we, we filed the LT with LTB right away. But still, yeah, you know, the delays, uh, what was happening back then. So it took us almost seven months for for to get a hearing. And then, yeah. Get her, and you find, did you finally get her evicted? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And how so six seven months no rent that hurts did she damage the property or did she leave no. it okay at least it was some some cosmetic ones not that that nothing, uh, big, nothing big well thank goodness holy smokes well that's scary so that kind of what what are you going to do next you're kind of yeah. nervous about tenants now i would imagine yeah so so Susan Mary is good for cash flow, uh, for sure. But yet the tenant quality, quality. and appreciation wise, um, it is a little uh, rough there. 
so then i thought okay so we we already own a house and uh, it is ripe for like a basement conversion so then i joined a local uh, real estate group then i got some contacts there and through that i i started my uh, duplex conversion in my primary residence so we did that around end of 2022 so we uh, completed the renovation and then we found good tenants so so that that was there right so you got the two properties in Sault Marine plus your your home mm-hmm. in Whitby that you've now got a duplex you've turned into a duplex got it yeah. okay good and what are you guys doing moving ahead so right now um we were trying to figure out um should we move somewhere to a nicer markets or should we focus on something else but uh, during this recent uh, last few months we figured out how with the interest rate it was really hard to find a good deal and also since we are in uh, it background both of us are in it so the it market was a little shake, shaken up mm-hmm. so we thought okay um, instead of uh, doing this one we were trying to focus on something a more cash flow intense business so then we started into um, arbitrage model in short term rental short term rental arbitrage model all yes. right so i'm familiar with that but not all of our listeners are so can you give us a big 30,000 foot perspective of what that means? Sure. Um, so basically you rent house from the landlords and uh, you you sign the lease saying that you will be uh, you know doing the uh, corporate leases on short term rent or mid term rentals and you renovate uh, like uh, you furnish the yeah, you furnish the property uh, like uh, hire a designer like like do a proper renovation and then you you rent it out to like uh, families or guests or someone who's coming for the city for some conference so you basically whatever you rent and whatever you expense and then you uh, make on top of the expense so the spread is where the profit is so basically yeah that's the arbitrage you're renting it as a regular unfurnished long term rental you're turning around furnishing it and then subleasing it so to speak out to short-term guests on Airbnb, Verbo, whatever. And theoretically, you're charging a heck of a lot more per night (laughs) than what you're paying per month to the landlord. (laughs) And everything's transparent, right? So your landlord knows that that's what you're doing. (laughs) Okay, interesting. I like that idea. Now, what markets are you guys looking at to do that in? Because I know there's lots of rules and regulations around short-term rentals, right? Yeah. Um, so again, we are new to the market and uh, we wanted to uh, start the process quick. Um, so we wanted to jumpstart. So we we hired a mentor. Um, so the mentor, uh, like he was operating in US. So we wanted to start there. Um, he said like it's it's uh, like US understands the short term rental, and uh, there are a lot of you know like uh, opportunities, opportunities there, there and because... it was easy to scale to. Yeah. Yeah. So are you looking at some place that a lot of Eastern Canadians like to go to, like Florida or something like that, or what? what um, markets so are right thinking? now uh, we are in uh, Pennsylvania, so we're looking at the Pennsylvania market for now. Okay. And, yeah, Florida might be crowded, but we are st- we are doing a research there as well to see which city in Florida to pick, and uh, we we are trying to do more of an apartment style rather than a vacation home. So. Mm. It we is a little target. different, yeah. Like we are targeting mostly professionals and families who just want to come in for a like family visit or a conference or whatever. Okay, is- very good. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, we have to define the guest uh, and the uh, services that we will be offering, right? So uh, we thought, and uh, the mentorship that we took uh, um, is really helping us. And uh, uh, so we have our definition of the business model in terms of every and the arbitrage, like who our end target audiences are. So this way it clear, uh, clears out the other noises that we have, and yeah. we would be uh, laser focused on the markets that we really need to be focused on. Yeah, I've got some clients right now that uh, are doing same, not not so much the arbitrage. They actually purchased the property, but mm-hmm. same idea. They went mm-hmm. in very, very specific about their avatar as their ideal guest. They bought a lovely property in Tennessee. They're Canadians mm-hmm. as well. They live in Canada. Um, furnished it beautifully. And yeah, the cash flow is something else. But Having that narrow focus on that specific avatar has really simplified the marketing. So mm-hmm. in their case, they're 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 very specific. They're focusing on families. They're mm-hmm. focusing on uh, Christian religious type families because the area that they're in is very close to an attraction that has something to do with Noah's Ark or mm-hmm. something like that. So lots of lots of Christian tourism goes to that area so it's amazing how much you can niche this whole airbnb thing mm-hmm. well, that's, that's right so have you have you found have you started one of these things up or are you still kind of in the yep. early so days? yeah we uh started with uh, two properties uh, for now probably nice. in last uh four four five weeks so, so are you in the process of getting them furnished and ready to go or are they up and running and no, they're up and running they're up and hey running. congratulations that's fast thanks yeah so yeah that's what, what the mentorship helped for for sure so we we leverage most of their contacts i would imagine so did you guys actually have to go down there and check out the properties and get them all furnished or you did all of that from a distance all, all from remote all very nice so two on the go already any challenges being that you're in Canada trying to do this stuff in the States, any challenges yeah, like, with landlords going, what the heck, this is weird. Yeah. Uh, the first thing, yeah, we thought like, when are we going to see the property? Like, no, you shouldn't. Um, like if you want to scale the business and like, if you want to treat it as a business. So we kind of trusted the source there mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So we had to pitch a lot and then try to uh, get some experience and they also helped us you know acquiring the leases uh, initially uh, since we uh, like they like watched for us kind of a deal since we are very new yeah so did they help you find these properties as well are they kind of providing a turnkey type service or you have to go generally um, yeah, they, they, the landlords they they helped us to find the property uh, for the first two and we uh, like they also teach us like how to you know pitch for the landlords and stuff and yes like Sarani also is trying to land, like yeah almost landed the third deal uh, by herself nice uh, through the, uh, through their uh, like the model but uh, yeah so with the third one i think uh, we i think we both uh, kind of found the one but the first two we, we uh, used their uh, like expertise and leases very cool. So what I, I was just interviewing somebody a, a few days ago doing something kind of like what you guys are doing and and the whole Airbnb thing. Actually, he was in Canada doing this. And he hired a company that set everything up for him. Like he, he I think he actually purchased the property, but we worked the same way. 
where they went in and they looked at the property. They did the interior design. They did all of the furnishings. They set up the special locks and all the security systems and the automations. They set up the software. They took all the pictures. They set up the listing. They they did all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. It Are you guys doing that sort of thing as well? Or are you in charge of doing no, all that so, stuff? So those things, I think, yeah, we are in charge. I think yeah, what I was saying, it's yeah, very, very, very turnkey. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, pretty sweet to uh, have. But yeah, we, we were doing other things. And I think we we felt like it is also a learning part. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, so, so, and at least in the very beginning, we should uh, try to do this to learn ins and outs. Then probably in future, we can do like very turnkey ones. So the kind of apartment type properties that you're looking for, how many bedrooms and bathrooms typically are you getting or or you what's your target there as the as far so as the property goes right now we are targeting just one bedroom and two bedroom and uh one the two we have right now is like two bedroom one bath okay nice and simple yeah is it very expensive to get these furnished and what level of furnishing do you guys typically do uh per unit it, uh, it would cost between um 10 to 14000 us dollars this mm-hmm. includes the cost of the labor that we uh uh, the the boots on the ground, uh, the mm-hmm. furniture, uh, the assembler, and also the Uber and oh, sorry the U-Haul yeah. rents and other, other that's, things, that's, including the photography. So end to end cost would be for ten to fifteen, okay, but it depends upon the unit size. So the numbers that we just gave us for a two bedroom uh, and one bath. I mean, yeah, you can uh, pretty like even cut down cost. Like since we are like two units, uh, like in the same one, so we were able to cut down cost. So we yeah. were able to get um, both around 15, 16, Yeah. Nice. Nice. Since it was like yeah, yeah, nearby. Well, hey, that sounds like a very interesting model, you guys. Congratulations on taking action so quickly. What are your goals for the next year or two as far as this new Airbnb? arbitrage model goes how many how many of these properties would you like to have on the go um so yeah we we have some plans to expand this model in us and uh probably get into another state so like the market we are in it is peaking in one season so then we wanted to pick another market where it will peak and where it is slow in the season um so that is our goal so we are doing a research and then trying to pick another one and also to try to grow in the same city as well yeah in really specialized. Of, yeah in terms of goal uh like everybody else we would like to replace the one person's income with the revenue mm-hmm. that we break even on the arbitrage so that's the short-term goal uh mm-hmm. so it uh we didn't go by the number of units instead we are looking at the dollar value that we get back in the revenue so the cash flow yeah, yeah. that's that's what this model is all about, right? That's that's the big goal. Awesome, you guys. Well, congratulations. If any of our listeners would like to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, you can uh, reach us in Instagram. So saratkumar.rei and uh, saranyakumar.rei. Perfect. You guys, a lot of fun chatting with you. Keep up the good work. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. You take care. All right, everybody. Take care. and We'll talk to you on the next episode.